The following podcast has been brought to you by Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Banter Club proudly brings to you, it is that night of the week, you know what it is. It is that Wednesday night war. We're saying this because it's almost coming to an end. I am the Angel of Death, the number one contender for the Ramble Mania Show Championship. Hazel. I'm coming for you. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you can say it. I know. I'm... <laughs> he can say it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is that they were on national television and they couldn't fucking say it. We ain't on national television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. then. Let's just uh, 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 go ahead with that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As I was saying, I'm the Angel of Death 6XL. Uh, joining me as always. That would be me. Your former five-time, 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 five-time Ramble Mania champion is going to be that way for a little while longer since I ain't involved in this fast lane shit. But whatever, it's all good. <laughs> I don't even watch WWE. I don't care. TJ the Great but it's not, it's not about WWE. It's about, I'm living life in the fast lane. It's true. We, we live in life in the fast lane. And I'm going to be watching this shit. So it's all good. You know what gets me tight? Why have they not used that song yet? It should have been the first one they used. <laughs> yeah, when they first did this yeah. shit, they should have. Hey, there's a song by, you know, Eminem. Yes. Called Fast Lane. Eminem and Royce the 5'9". Maybe they don't know it's Eminem because it's under the Bad Meets Evil. That's an even cooler sounding name. (laughs) I would have thought it was some fucking indie group and been like. Yeah, they probably think it's just like some random ass band and they don't know that it's Eminem and Voice to Five Nine. (laughs) They should have figured shit. Triple H, come on, you're hipper than that. You know know you're Eminem. (laughs) Someone down there who listens to hip hop, let them know. Hey, you know Eminem did a song called Fast Lane? Nonetheless, they got. What what is the song this year? Is it some random shit? I, I I don't care. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting Kat. I was just gonna say I don't know. <laughs> well, bruh, bruh, let me let me ask you a question. It's been a, well, not even let me ask you a question. Let me tell you a statement. Okay, it, it's been a while. It's been a while since them motherfuckers have had a popping ass song on any main roster pay per view. It's been a while. We are here to discuss the Wednesday Night Wrestling War (laughs) between AEW and NXT, which will soon no longer be a Wednesday Night War. You know, the good, the bad, and who booked this shit. Yes. And. Yo, by the way, did you watch Cornette again? After he said all the stupid shit, bro, he I said, never watch Cornette. Why do I you, watch him all the time? You, it's fucking hilarious. Like his, all right, I used to watch yeah. his old school shit because I, yeah. I used to love watching mm-hmm. him talk about the old school shit because that's his yes. lane. But then yes. it's like there's only so many times I can hear you say something racist about Asian people, or there's only so many times I can hear you say some homophobic he says racist shit about everyone. Exactly. There's only everyone. so many times I can hear you say some racist or some transphobic or some homophobic before I can be yeah. like, all right. I can't do this no more, bro. You too toxic. Goodbye. It's something to get me to fucking be pissed off at since I don't watch much of main roster um, wrestling anymore. 
where it's like I need something to fucking want to punch in the face. And <laughs> I feel like there's better things. And no, no, that, that that's the best motherfucker that I want to punch him in the face. I mean, Trump is gone. I don't want to punch him. Well, I do still want to punch him in the face, but he's 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 not he's not bothering me right now. Nah, the, so, the, the media made him not fun to fucking talk about. <laughs> yeah, so they they you know goodbye. Yeah. But but Jim Cornette, I love hating this motherfucker. I want to punch him in the face right now. I'd punch him in the face for free. But half the shit he's saying. And his homeboy would just be lapping up his bullshit. I'd be right there with him. Like, yo, come here. Let me just... Nah, but his homeboy that has to be checking him a lot too, though. Like, <laughs> if he was really uh, checking him, he wouldn't be coming back every week still saying this shit. It, it's like a sounding board for me. It helps me with my podcast because then I have somebody to shit on. You know? See, it was getting too good and too easy with AEW and NXT. And it's like... It's too easy. It's too good. I'm that's too why they gave us the bomb. All right. <laughs> I, I need so. I need some. But that shit is over. Yeah, it's already. over. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to come up with something more <laughs> trash. All right. <laughs> like it was. It, it, it happened last week. This shit happened. Everybody, yeah. ha ha ha! Stupid explosion. You know, but so did damn near every American promotion. Yeah, give us, yeah. <laughs> A version of that match is just like it happens. But yeah. I need somebody to shit on. Like, <laughs> yeah, we need some, some trash. Well, we could always go. Well, no, Hazel and uh, Twin got it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, what, it, well, you know, you said SmackDown you do is Smackdown. decent. You said SmackDown <laughs> is decent. It is decent, but it's not. It's not it, 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 SmackDown gets me more mad sometimes because it's decent. You feel me? <laughs> it's like, nigga, you're not raw. You're almost there. You're only two hours. <laughs> you're almost there. Like. Just fucking go for it. Just go. Be a good show. Stop being mediocre when you can be great. Go. It's like, remember that that golden era of SmackDown where it had all the good matches and all the shit? That's what they can be. (laughs) And they just don't want to do it. (laughs) They're trying to add these stupid ass stories that make no sense. When it like, and I'm the story guy, bro. When, when, to be honest, fuck the story when it comes to the situation. (laughs) Like, <laughs> y'all would be doing good with just these matches, you feel me? You got Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, fucking Seth Rollins, fucking uh, 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 Roman Reigns. You got a- Apollo, Big E. You got Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, you got all these motherfuckers going in. Sami Zayn. You have all the women, too. Sasha Banks, fucking Bianca Belair. Like, y'all can do some shit. What are you doing? Tamina. Ta- fucking. Me, no. Like, Natty, like, the OGs, like, you got a good blend there. And then, what the fuck are you doing? Why is Reginald the entire center of the show? <laughs> like, I'm not hating on Reggie. Like, I, love, I love Reggie. I love, yeah, I love Reggie. But your fucking show is all about Reggie, bro. Like, I want, like, Roman Reigns is doing the situation. Roman and Reigns. even Roman Reigns feels like, yeah, this is just a fucking road bump till we can get to Mania. That's all it is. Well, I mean, well, well. Before we, before we, we, we end the main roster WWE segment mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, what's going on with Drew McIntyre? I asked that last week. <laughs> Good ass match with Sheamus. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, like a, a what a street fight, no DQ. I forgot exactly what it was, but I just remember these motherfuckers beating the absolute shit out of each other. Some shit where they beat each other up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, because again, remember, it's like I'm half here and half, you know, doing shit. Yeah. 
because work and, and and when I get home, getting ready for you know <laughs> for work. <laughs> but I had to check on my boy Drew. But yeah, beyond that, we're done with all that all right. shit. Uh, I mean, we 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 bitched a little bit last week, and spoilers, I got a little bit to bitch about in these two shows. Not too much, but a little bit. So yeah, onward and upward to our shows. Yes. Oh. Oh. Let's banter. AEW Dynamite (laughs) from Daly's Place, as always. They got the arena decked out in green. Crowd decked out in green. I, oh, man. St. Patty's. The, the, the foliage on the fucking announcer's desk was. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> fucking why, bro? Like, I don't understand. What the fuck was. It looked like, you see, when you go to somebody, like, see when they do, like, one of those weird ass shows where they have, like, a fake lawn and a whole bunch of fake grass and shit and yeah. fake foliage and shit. Yeah. Just laying around. That's what it looked like. Just fake foliage and fake grass and. Fucking all around the announcement. Like, nigga, what the fuck? This ain't a barbecue. <laughs> I guess TK was trying to party tonight. <laughs> all it was missing was the little U.S. banners everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but we start this Dynamite show off. With Lucha Bros. Yes. Mexican King. Yes. Cero. Miedo. Midas in the ring. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> it is Penta L. Cero M. Versus Cody Rhodes. And, you know, of course, this is stemming off that beef that popped off between them last week. Penta talking shit about Cody's unborn daughter. And here we go. It's a fight between these two. Uh, again, Pentagon going going singles is, is something I will always, always support. He's the fucking man. Cody in this match, it's Tope Suicida. They, they, they prop up one of the barricades and set it up on the other barricade. And then Penta hits a tope suicida and sends Cody. And, no, Cody hits a tope and sends Penta through it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucked it up. But Cody <laughs> hits a tope, sends Penta through the barricade. Yeah. He makes a comeback in the ring. He hits a Cody cutter for a near fall. Yes. Penta comes back. He gets Cody in position and he breaks the arm. His classic Lucha Underground arm break. But then Cody rolls him up for the win. Yeah, he no-sold that, and that pissed me off. And I'm starting to get mad at his, like, no-selling. I fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> and this happens from time to time yeah. in Pentagon matches. I fucking hate when he breaks the arm, and then the person just immediately does shit with the arm. They no-sell it. Like, all right, I get it if there's, like, five more minutes in the match, and you're still going to do spots. So eventually you'll use the arm, sure. But like, yeah, at least you, you build to it, you start warming it impact. back up. He just fucking broke their shit. You can't use it right now. <laughs> and Cody pinned him. Like Penta <laughs> broke this shit, and Cody pinned him. What the fuck? I hate that. Now he pinned him. He pinned him with the fucking arm. Yeah. <laughs> I would have fucking like not for nothing. It makes him look stupid. Yeah, that's why I don't like it because anybody would have just put you in a fucking arm bar there. Yeah, you like I mean? if, if you can do that and then get I just hurt right your after, arm. why do yeah. it? Yeah, because it, it's the arm that you use, right? So I just snapped that arm. So even if you go for a roll-up in real life, you're not going to be able to really do it. And even if you do it, it's because I let you so I can put you in a fucking arm bar. Yeah. 
You feel me? So it's like, yeah, I know wrestling ain't real and most of the moves are, would not work the way they work. But for God's sakes, my nigga, the nigga just did the move on that arm. Can you at least sell it for a little bit? Yeah, no, like, you, I, I could suspend my disbelief for a lot. But, like, don't slap me in the face like that. <laughs> he just fucking did this shit to your arm. No selling ass motherfucker. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> don't do that. I hate that. Uh, but Penta beat him up afterward, and then he was being a cheeky dickhead. Like, the Nightmare family came out, and, you know, they ran him off. He's he's walking around like, ah, fuck you guys. Ah, ah, ah. All that shit. <laughs> didn't this other didn't he do another uh little promo before that with the the fucking i forgot his name the, the commentator oh, alex apprehensive yes. yes 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 yes. yeah they did they did another short little promo pet they're they're alex apprehensive is is i love how into it he gets yeah penta says and then he just says the most i think that's what it is he can just say <laughs> the most fucked up shit as long as he, he didn't say it penta, penta said, said. In front of him. i didn't say it penta said penta because he, he i'm not getting my ass with this nigga said <laughs> but, <laughs> but like the glee with which yeah. he says all this fucked oh. up shit oh. <laughs> but penta said it not me yeah not me <laughs> that's why i'm saying it happened because i'm all right <laughs> i'm just trying to convey <laughs> i'm trying to explain to you you know what i'm saying i'm getting yeah, I'm a right. presenter. I got to put out, you know, I got to make it entertaining. You know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Penta <This is> a... <laughs> says, not me, Penta. Yeah, he's making uh-huh. sure. <laughs> but yeah, being, oh, Penta being a cheeky dickhead is fun. He put on a St. Paddy's Day hat. <laughs> Happy St. Paddy's. Yo, Victoria, she does the show Gar, right? Uh, and, and, and it's hilarious that she was like introducing she basically snitched on herself and it's like she kind of built it up like she was about to like not tell you who was going to be the guest on the show. <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to give you a little hint. And she had like a little leprechaun hat on. And it's like, I kind of get it. But then she started talking about he does this and he does this. And he, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> well, Can now. you guess who it is? I'm like, yes, nigga. It's, it's who's, who else is that small? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Hornswoggle. God. You could have fucking could have been Finley. Because remember when we had the little top hat? Little... Yeah. My name is Finley. And I, I would I would have been with it. But no. We got the Young Bucks with Alex Marvez. They talk about how Ray Phoenix, he, he beat me, Matt, in singles competition. And, you know, a while back, he beat Nick in singles competition. He beat us both. And, you know, you're, you're good as a singles wrestler. But as a tag team, we are the best in the world. Because we got we, these right here. These tag team championships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Don Callis walks up. And he starts needling the young bucks about how, you know, where is, where is the young bucks that I remember from Japan? From the independent circuit all those years ago that ran roughshod, that did whatever they want. You know, Kenny, he's been sort of leaving you guys behind here. You, you guys have sort of regressed, putting everybody over here in AEW. Meanwhile, Matt is like, bro, we're the champions. We got the... <laughs> Not only are they the champions, but they're a lot more mature. Yeah. Like, I can say that. They've done less fuck shit than they used to do in the indies. And that, I think, is... The story here, like <clears throat> you got Kenny who's gotten with Don Callis and is going back to his crazy cleaner ways and he's become this megalomaniac. Yeah. I'm the best wrestler ever. I'm going to win all the titles in the world. He's he's lost his shit. 
Meanwhile, you got Gallows and Anderson coming in. You know, that's that's the old squad. That's Bullet Club. And they're, you know, doing the same crazy shit they were doing eight years ago in 2013. Yeah, the boys, yeah. Yeah, you know, the boys. But the Young Bucks, since that time, have grown up. They've changed. Much like you do in life, you know. You 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 have a few more life experiences. You grow in life, and the you same hang out things. with Cody long enough. <laughs> yeah, you hang out with Cody long enough. <laughs> things and Tony Khan and people of that ilk, <laughs> and they're over here talking about families and doing shit right. Yeah, and then and then you got fucking the boys, the biz clears like biz clears. <laughs> And they're like that. The the whole night you're gonna see that that's the story. It's like the biz clears is over here. Like yeah, it's gang shit again, gang, gang, gang. And then the bucks are just like, dog, we thirty. <laughs> Basically, you gotta leave that behind, man. It's over. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> it is Jade Cargill versus the mean girl Danny Jordan. Yes. We love Danny Jordan on the show. We do, we do. She's she's very, very cool from yeah. what I've seen on, on 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 the interwebs. I don't know her personally yet. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, we we don't know her personally. But, but when she's we cool. go to one of these shows, we eventually when things open up again, yeah. we would we would do all the meeting of all the peoples, but you know, right now COVID. <laughs> and me personally, I've always yeah. wanted to see a wrestler with a mean girls gimmick. So Danny Jordan. <laughs> yes. She has the burn book and all that. But, um, she literally does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, on, on her social media, she kind of shows it off a bit. But unfortunately, this is not a Danny Jordan showcase. That's why we put her over. She got squashed <laughs> by Jade. <laughs> yeah, damn. And, and this was, and this in turn was also just a setup for Red Velvet. Yes. Jade, uh, she hits her with, they call in uh, the glam slam that Jade is doing. They call it Jaded. So she hits that for the win. Then she that goes be outside. the name of her song too. Jaded. Yeah, I like that. So she goes outside, she gets into it with Red Velvet, you know, and they start going back and forth. Red Velvet wants to smoke, but Bryce is like, it's over. Go to the back, Jade. And to the back, Jade goes. Is there? So I guess, yeah, eventually we're going to get that one-on-one between Jade and Red Velvet. So now we go to MJF. Mm -hmm, The old music is back or so we thought it's only the old intro yeah and then it cuts into some new shit yeah some like rocky type yeah i don't know rock rock hip 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 hop rock yeah <laughs> what was that <laughs> well, it, it's some new shit for mjf and his new squad of course ftr oh Sean God. spears tully blanchard and wide load. Yes, wide load. The <laughs> war dog, as MJF said. <clears throat> it makes me laugh because fucking uh, you got double S, right? You got MJF, you got FTR, and and then you got wide load. Wide load. <laughs> <laughs> you got all these guys that that you know look, look like they kill motherfuckers. Yeah, and all then, in and suits and shit. It's it's fucking and limousine fl- uh, riding jet 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 flying uh uh uh, uh kiss stealing wheeling dealing uh, uh sons of guns. Clearly, the <laughs> vibes they are trying to invoke. Yes, Tully Tully grabs the mic. And he's like, you know, it's good to be standing here in this ring with this group. As last week, you know, 
the greatest group in AEW was the Inner Circle. But mm-hmm. these men right here demolished not the dark that order. group last week. <laughs> not the Dark Order? Really? Yeah. Really not not the Dark Order? I'm popping on you. Shit it on the Dark Order. But you're thinking about it, the top babyface stable in AEW right now is the Dark Order. Damn right. So, yeah. But, um, you know, Tully says 30 years ago, he started with the greatest group in all the professional wrestling, of course, the Four Horsemen. And now he's going to end his career with the greatest group in professional wrestling. Oh. MJF takes the mic. That, says, this is who we all been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> like, Tully talks and I'm like, all right, cool. You Tully. I respect. But then it's like, mm, Jeff grabs the mic and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Let's talk your shit. MJF, he says, you know, it wasn't easy, Chris. Pretending to be your friend. But, you know, in the end, it all worked out for me. He fucking buried Jericho. Mm -hmm. He took more than a few shots at his weight. (laughs) And and it's not an MJF promo without a shot at somebody's hairline. Mm -hmm. Remember that picture they showed where fucking Jericho's hairline was painted on? Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure MJF could not wait for the moment where he could fucking <laughs> use that shit in his promos, but God, he, man. he digs the deepest he can into his Ric Flair bag. He yep. puts all these guys over like stars. Yeah. You got Sean Spears here, the general in AD, the general, a ring general in AEW. And if you got a problem, you know, take it up with the chairman, alluding to the fact that he's the chairman. Mm-hmm. Goes to FTR, the greatest team in the world. You know, top guys. Talks about Tully Blanchard, you know, of course, alluding to his horseman history. Mm-hmm. Says this group is the pinnacle. Promises that they will run roughshod over AEW for years to come. MJF says for the next 25 years, he and this group will be dominating this company. All right, Tevin, it goes a little something like this. Let's take him back. Growing up, I was not. Nah, so. <laughs> <laughs> we we gonna take them back to to about 2009 or 2010 around that area when I was like 19 to 20, and we 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 didn't really know real alcohol at the time, and there was a nice little drink in the hood that everybody knew, and that was Pinnacle Whip. <laughs> Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So the moment that he spoke about this, I thought about times with dirty little thoughts. And I ain't talking about the ones from your brain. (laughs) You know, when I when I was a kid (laughs) in my prime, prime. (laughs) talking to these ladies. You know, we would we would get somebody because you know at the time you know when you're like 2019, you got a friend or two that's 21, and yo go to the liquor store get us some Pinnacle Whip for the shorties, and it literally tasted like whipped cream, like legit whipped whipped cream that got drunk is what it tasted like. <laughs> that's all it that that's all it tasted like. It was just drunk whipped cream, you know, as it should because it was whipped cream vodka. But that was one of the drinks that I remember like. It was it was so stupid. It tasted like fucking diabetes. <laughs> and now as an adult who enjoys whiskey. <laughs> you know, just solid fucking whiskey. 
I look back at that and I'm like, bro, if I try to drink Pinnacle Whip now, I'd probably be going to diabetic shock. <laughs> that shit is fucking too sweet. <laughs> oh man, good times though. Good times. Good times. So yes, yeah, the this Pinnacle is- Whip. <laughs> Pinnacle Vodka. <laughs> this is the new group in AEW. <laughs> it, was, it was a really good promo. Like I said, MJF dig the deepest he could into his Ric Flair bag. He dug deep. We got Matt Hardy, Private Party, The Butcher, and The Blade versus Jurassic Express and Bear Country. I I feel like these boys fit right in. Bear Country? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're 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 awesome. These guys are, you know, they remind me of a little bit, uh, uh, War Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> like super super sized war machine. Oh damn! Yeah, definitely. They're, they're the <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> oh man. Matt Matt Hardy starts with Marco Stunt and and it quickly devolves into a big big brawl with the baby faces clearing the ring. And but but it it sets the precursor for what most of this match is, which is Jurassic Express and Bear Country don't exactly mesh very well. Like Bear Country throws Marco, like they just grab yep. Marco and throw him at the heels on the outside, and they damn near threw him into the crowd. They all they overshot him. <laughs> they, they had to fucking catch Marco yeah. and make sure he didn't die. But Eek. they got him. Yeah. But uh yeah, that that that's the rest of the match. Uh Jurassic Express and Bear Country keep getting into it at mm-hmm. different points on the apron. And that ends up biting them as Marco ends up all alone in the ring with private party. So they beat him down. And of course, Marco, he's Marco Stunt. He fights back. Mm-hmm. But Gin and Juice and a twist of fate from Matt Hardy gets Matt and his empire the victory. Yep. I, I like all these tag teams. Yeah, I was Very happy nice, to see Bear yeah. Country on Dynamite. Yeah, it's like, ooh, they have tag teams. I like tag teams. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I've always, like, even growing up, like, it's fun to have a load of little tag teams. I've always liked that. I don't know. It's, it's it's fun to me to watch tag team rest. It's just always, you know, and and and, and more so on this show because, you know, what I'm saying on, on this show like they have fun with tag teams versus as how the main roster shows on the other side of the, you know, spectrum. <laughs> they they treat their tag teams like. Well, if I didn't make you, fuck you. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how they treat the ones they made like that. After a while, Eddie Kingston uh, and John Moxley in the back. They're in a bad mood, or at least Mox is in a bad mm-hmm. mood. He should be on a beach right now, sipping my ties on vacation. <laughs> well, when he said I should be on a beach sipping my ties, Eddie's like my ties. All right, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what you drink, bro. <laughs> But regardless, Mox can't do any major drinking on the beach right now because the good brothers keep messing with him. You know, the good brothers, the hoots, everybody's boys. <laughs> yeah, they made, they made fun of that a lot. And he's like, you know, everybody loves the good brothers, right? I don't like the good brothers. <laughs> I'm not only mad that they beat me up, 
I'm angry that I bought Talking Shopamania. That popped me. <laughs> <laughs> I love fucking <laughs> that wrestler's Barry Talking Shopamania. <laughs> but that's that's the gimmick. That, that's the gimmick. <laughs> in the fucking Observer Awards, it came in yeah. second place for worst pay-per-view. Fucking second place. You know what was number one? What? Fucking Super Showdown. WWE. <laughs> You can't beat that. Fucking. <laughs> the fucking Saudi bullshit is so bad. It beat out the show that was intended to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> but Daddy and Mike. How is your show so bad <laughs> that it beat the parody? <laughs> I was bad. Like, fuck. That was Talking Shops Award. Worst pay-per-view. It was supposed they marketed it as the worst pay-per-view. No, no, no. WWE is like, fuck that, pal. I'll show you. <laughs> you wanna see some bullshit? I'm the inventor of bullshit. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Well, Eddie and Mox. <laughs> yes. They bury the boys for being good old boys, you know, good brothers. Yeah. Trying to be gangsters, like Eddie said. Now they want to yeah. be gangsters. Now they hard. He does the gimmick where it's like, I've seen this before. Yeah, it's like I've seen this before. Somewhere, yeah. uh, I don't know, uh, a long time ago yeah. on TNT. On TNT, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started, then the funny part is he starts like looking at Mox and Mox is like, you motherfucker. And then they <laughs> they, they almost broke. And but Eddie Eddie broke a little because he kind of like giggled a little bit. Yeah. But they <laughs> he tried to get Mox and Mox was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we can't mention those guys. And then when they when they mentioned Bullet Club, he's like, can we mention them? And he's like, he's like, I don't know. I've never seen anybody get in trouble for it. <laughs> Forbidden Door, remember? <laughs> Forbidden Door. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers was just having way. They're too entertaining. They're way fucking, too entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And then Tevin, the <laughs> then Eddie's like. I want to quote 50 Cent real quick. <laughs> These dudes, they never poke nothing, never pop nothing. <laughs> they need to stop fronting. He's, he didn't say it like that at all. <laughs> never never pop, never smoke. Well, how does it go again? <laughs> I thought I was saying, hey, Eddie, it goes like this. Never never poke nothing. Never never pop nothing. All right. Nigga, stop fronting. That, that's how it go. We got Dasha with Christian Cage. Wants to ask him about, you know, why he came to AEW. But Christian, he's like, hold on, Dasha. I'm going to answer your question. But first, you go on a little rant real quick. Let me cut this promo. Talks about how, you know, he came in here, considered a workhorse. But, you know, John Moxley said it. I thought I knew something about wrestling until I got in the ring with Christian. He says he makes wrestling better. He makes wrestlers level up. When they're in the ring with him. And for anybody worried about him taking a spot, he's only interested in one spot. And that's Kenny Omega's. He says he knows, you know, I'm going to have to win matches. I'm going to have to prove myself. I can't just come in here and demand title shots, but that's fine. I'm definitely going to see you down the line, Kenny Omega. He says he's here in AEW to cement his legacy and outwork everyone. Why won't Vince let him be like this? He doesn't get him. Why does he have to be goofy-ass Christian when he's on WWE? But here he can be Christian Cage and say serious real shit. Doesn't that shit, like, annoy you? Like, Vince fucking... If Vince don't like you, like, you're not going nowhere in WWE. And it sucks 
Because you can be so great, but if Vince don't fucking like you, like, why? Why is it that way? Why? Vince, shut the fuck up, bro. This man <laughs> said, wrestlers level up in the ring with me. That's real. <laughs> he can say real shit, Vince. What the fuck? He has a voice. Listen to how great that promo was compared to anything you've ever let him do. When he's on WWE, he just makes him fucking be annoying and crying and bitchy the whole time. Which he's great at. He can do that too. But, you but know. But that's, this is fucking different. This yeah. is what we want to see out of Christian. He's a vet now. We don't want to see all that corny shit. But that's all you want to give him. And I'm glad he's here now. Because now we get to see that shit. <laughs> it, it's funny because Christian Cage... Mm-hmm. Was one of the very first guys, not very first, but like one of the mm-hmm. first guys that like I really saw as a teenager, like leave the WWE system, thrive outside of it and make you realize, oh, now you can really make shit happen outside of this bubble. Like after WCW died and ECW died, there wasn't a lot of that in the industry because, you know, yeah. the companies. But then. You know, Christian Cage going over to TNA and having that run he had. And it was before Kurt did it. Yeah. So, now, to, to see that. With me, it was, I, I was watching, uh, like, TNA way early when it was NWA TNA. So, like, I had already seen shit come out of fucking R-Truth that I was like, Yeah. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yo, R-Truth go like that? Why? What WWE? Why didn't you do that? Why? Look at this man. Look at this man doing his shit, being the fucking top guy. How? Jeff Hardy was another one that I was like, Jeff Hardy, holy shit! And that was the thing. Like those two guys were like surprises in terms of like what they could do, because you know, truth had been K quick in WWE, and Jeff yeah. was cool. But but. TNA was a completely different Jeff Hardy. But Christian Cage, we had saw in WWE, he was getting there by the end of 2005. Mm-hmm. Like, And it was obviously, very clearly, the company not allowing him to progress to the next level. Like, You could see it happen. The crowds were with him, but yep. the company wasn't. So to see him go to TNA and validate that, that was different. That was special. And, and that's always one of the, the, the big jumps I hold near and dear and, and why I'm glad he's here now. Even though he be doing all this shit. He be looking. They out there. <laughs> he, be, he be searching for them peeps that Tevin loves so much. So that leaves us with the Good Brothers mm-hmm. versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Yes, sir. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, they jump Eddie as he's coming through the tunnel. And then, you know, Mox runs out for the save. He's all taped up and shit. You know, he, he was in an exploding barbed wire death match. And they, they brawl around ringside. They separate Mox and hit him with the magic killer on the outside, and then they get Eddie in the ring alone, and then that starts the match officially. And, you know, they go through the pip. Eddie gets worked over. Mox makes his way to his corner, is finally standing up there, and out of the break, he gets the hot tag, runs wild. He fucking destroys (laughs) Carl Anderson with this lariat. (laughs) It came in from down here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it come in from down here, they... (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I, think, I, I think that's the JBL this. thing. I think JBL yeah. is the one who started doing it from down here. I was not expecting <laughs> a lariat like this in this match, but Mox just uh, just 
With your chest. Say it with your chest. Yeah. So he hits a pile driver after that. That gets near fall. Yeah. Then the good brothers try to go- come in and jump Mox. But realizing the situation is dire, John Moxley, he rolls Carl up. And that gets the one, two, and three. Damn right. Mox and Eddie get the win. But the good brothers are not happy and they attack him. And that set the stage for Kenny to come out. He's got a steel chair. Him and Don enter the ring with the same fucking animation. Like, they literally enter at the exact same time, <laughs> Kenny and Don. It's like that video I sent you about the NBA uh, players that that basically, <laughs> they, they all look like NPCs and shit. And <laughs> yeah, reusing, reusing animations and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Kenny and Don are reusing the same animation to enter the ring. Yep. <laughs> so, they, they get in. Kenny takes a seat. He wants to talk his shit. But Eddie comes in, rushes him, and they jump Eddie. Mm-hmm. And they set him up, put the chair around his leg, and they, they talk about, you know, Eddie's had his shit out of Eddie. history of knee injuries. Yeah. Eddie gets pulmonized. <laughs> then they go for Mox as well. But for Mox, they put the chair around his neck. They're trying and, to kill and, old boy. Yeah, they're like, we're going to kill this man. And then the young bucks have decided, all right, enough is enough. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's, no. that's our biggest draw. You can't do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're EVPs, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you can't kill him. What's wrong with you? So they, they get into it with Kenny mm-hmm. while the good brothers are like, hey, hey, yo, bruh. Business. Hey. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, like the Bucks and Kenny are just arguing, having this argument while motherfuckers, Carl and Luke you are just better like, fucking join the fucking squad and get it together, fucking whoop their ass. We're yeah. not gonna whoop his ass. He's a great draw. He's a good friend. He's he, he works here. <laughs> then, no, fuck that shit. Fuck hey, that guy. Guys, Nigga, this is biz clears. This guys. is biz clears, all right? You ain't supposed guys. to. I know. This biz clears. <laughs> <laughs> you too sweet, these men. You too. You know what? I'm going to too sweet them. If you don't too sweet them, fuck both of y'all niggas. <laughs> we got a problem if you don't too sweet them. Too sweet, right? Too sweet, right? Too sweet. Too sweet. Right? Look, too all sweet. of us biz clears for life. We're doing it. Come on. We're, come Do on. It. Let's do this. We're not doing that shit for nobody. Fuck you mean. <laughs> Fuck you mean. Hey. Hey, nigga, this bitch clears. Fuck you mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's, that's where that's we exactly are. That's exactly what happened. That's what happened. Like we talked about yeah. earlier. You know, the Young Bucks, they've grown as people. They, they, they can't get with all this shit anymore. Nah. They can't get with this gang shit no more. So now we got Tony Schiavone on stage here to interview the men of the hour. TNT champion Darby Allen and the icon. It's Sting! <laughs> Darby, he gets the mic and he says, you know, I've been TNT champion since November of 2020 and I've only defended that championship three times. The crowd cheers. He's like, no, no, it's a joke. And he's like, you know, <laughs> I want to defend this belt week in and week out. And now that I'm done with Team Taz, I'm going to start to do that. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start by paying tribute to the greatest TNT champion of all time. Crowd chance for Brody Lee. And Darby says, Dark Order, you want this title back? Any one of you come get it. I'm setting a challenge. Dark Order, we coming for you. Exactly. <laughs> but... Team Taz mm-hmm. comes out. Well, no, first, before Team Taz, Lance Archer comes out. 
with Jake Roberts. Yes. This man yes. calls Darby Allen indie-rific. <laughs> He's like, you're an indie-rific punk. He he completely turned into Jim Cornette. <laughs> completely. The fucking macho bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you're the most indie-rific shit I've ever seen. <laughs> the fuck out of here, Darby fucking Allen. You like coughing so much, I'm going to put your ass in a coffin. <laughs> and then Team Taz comes out. Yeah. Well, well, by the way, let me say something. I missed the whole Carney thing that he was doing. Oh, um, Lanton, Lanton, uh, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he, they had like this whole like little carnival area. Where Lance killed people? Yeah. Yes. Bring that shit back. But bring little segments like that. They, they make me happy. It, it puts me in the, the character story. You know what I'm saying? This is the little world they come from so that you can understand. Because he fits in in that little carny, little riffic shit that they made for him. And it's crazy because I think AEW <laughs> does like those yeah. character vignettes really, really well. Like the Archer ones are really good. Yeah. The ones they do mm-hmm. for Pac are fucking fire. When he's in his house yep. by himself, just, ah! I love them shits. The ones they do for yeah, Mox. the Mox ones are great. Like all of these and it's like, established, like you said, established who the character is and where they come from really well. Yeah. It's like give me give me more of that for, for yeah. Lance. I, I like him in that little world with all the weird, you know, the the, the bearded ladies and, and 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 the the small clowns and the and the evil this and all that. That weird little world they created for him was really yeah. cool. It it felt like something out of a horror movie and I yeah. liked it. Um Brian Cage. Whoa. Yeah, Brad, Team Taz comes out, and you know, Taz is going to talk his shit, but Cage yeah. just grabs the mic and is like, I'm not going to let Taz speak for me this week. I got something to say to you, Sting. And he steps right oh, up shit. to Sting. He's like, you know, after all you, after all we've been through, going back and forth every week, having a damnedest street fight of all time and revolution, I got to say, Sting, I respect you. And you know what else? Ricky Starks is wrong. You are still the icon. <laughs> See Ricky Starks in the background like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> My heart. <laughs> and, and then Team Taz is all pissed off now. And then they, they yeah. all walk away arguing. All right, so Taz, look. <laughs> I'm going to make a deal with you. You're going to put me in the gym, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit my job and, and I'm going I'm to just work with you, right? And, and, and what we're going to do is I'm going to train. And then I'm gonna get in that ring, and, and you're gonna bring me in as as the new FTW champion because I want that <laughs> damn belt. <laughs> I, I want it so fucking bad. There may be a vacancy coming up, so yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I jump at the at the moment. Just give me that <laughs> damn. Give it to me. <laughs> I take it. I'm more than earn that shit. I fucking take yeah, it. Yeah, our- <laughs> I'll be fucking goat. Just give it. Give me the after dope. <laughs> Is Brian Cage <laughs> really about to like leave Team Taz? Cause yo, fuck get y'all. Get that I like nigga the fuck out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. Give, I like give me, give me, give me, give me the FT. <laughs> I want the FTW tad. Anyways, uh, uh, Brian Cage shocked the shit out of me and I, I was mad shook. I was like, he fuck with Sting that hard. But then I thought about it. I'm like, Sting in Brian Cage's ear 
That sounds good. You know, Brian good. Cage is that probably a little stinger. That sounds good. That sounds hella good, though. You know that sound yeah. like that. Come out with Sting, Sting being the OG. It's like, this This my this my client. This my other client. It's like Batman, Nightwing, and Robin And right it there, would even, man. like, she, after all this shit, Darby and Cage have been through, even they, like, form mm-hmm. a little bit of respect after, you know. Because the same situation, That's what I'm you know. saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be telling you Batman, Nightwing, and Robin. It'd be lit. So, yeah, that, that's interesting, you know. It it, yeah. it is funny because when you watch AW Dark with Taz on commentary, and sometimes Ricky Starks is on there. Taz will always say, you know, Brian Cage, that's we're just business partners, but Ricky Starks, that's my best friend. We're friends. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. And and and, and AEW don't do that shit for no reason. Because remember what happened with Eddie. It's true. No, that's my best friend. That's my best friend. Phoenix, my best friend. I mean, Penta, my best friend. Yeah. And then he. Body Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you come to really learn that with AEW. They don't do yeah. shit for no reason. Shit pays Sean off. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. They don't do Remember shit last for week, no Sean reason Spears. here. Ray Phoenix versus Angelico. Way too much of this was in Pip. <laughs> I was angry. <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand where this match came from, and I was just happy that it was just happening. Yeah, I, I love this match. This match yeah. gave me so much. Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio vibes. And and it's your favorite thing. It, it, what's what's your favorite thing, Tevin? It's all the flips in the world. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the flips flippy, in the dippy. world. But it's on Helico. Oh, so it's also a bunch of cool ass lucha submissions. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of all that. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't even he didn't get his entrance this week. Nah, so we're going to play it here for a little, like, two seconds. Yeah, I'm, so I'm get playing copyrighted. TH2 theme <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can't, you can't, how dare you not play TH2 theme? That how shit dare sounds you? like some shit out of fucking... I don't know why, but that shit sounds something like... Something out of, like, uh... I guess you would say, like, Forza Motorsports or something. Yeah, like it that. sounds like a, a little Forza song. Or, or, or Need for Speed type of... Yeah. One of those, like, real epic-ass fucking games where, like, they have epic-ass music for no reason. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on Helico's you know smooth submission based lucha style, mm-hmm. that always makes for a good match on Dynamite. And I'm pretty sure Ray Phoenix is like literally incapable of having bad matches. Yeah, I don't think he can do it. I don't think this man yeah. could do it if he tried. He's I'm telling he, you, bro. He's, he's ascended. It's like they beat his ass every time he fucked up when he was growing up. Because <laughs> now he just. There's no way he doesn't fuck up. Never, dude. Dude is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gets the win with the Emerald Flosion, and yeah, we still build into a Death Triangle in the Young Bucks. Man, in my head, I'm just hearing. <laughs> we got Marvez with Miro working out. Yes. shit. And he tells. I'm him, sorry, but every time I see this man, I hear his WWE thing. Fight me. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. His, his WWE thing was great. Dun, dun, dun. It just it it it's his look. Like and now that he's slowly showing signs of that Rusev, well of Rusev, I'm like, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy want another match with him, but he's like, why? I've already beaten them. I'm moving on from that. But but Kip Sabian walks up and he's like, but I haven't moved on. You know, I, I've just they ruined my wedding. I can't let them get away with that. I can never forgive them for that. Then he brings up that you know you did, even if you didn't mean to. You did hurt Penelope, you know, in that oh. match. 
So Miro, you fucked up. You fucked. <laughs> yeah. Miro gets mad at him, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Honestly, you shouldn't have your wife at ringside anyway." Let me give you some advice: having your wife out there never going to end well for you. Yeah, didn't every team say this when they had a female manager? Yep. <laughs> Isn't so, this what breaks up a lot of teams? Yep. Shouldn't have had your girl out there. Didn't Triple H have a fucking beef with Stephanie over shit like this? It, yeah, like even disregarding the fact that Miro yeah. is speaking based off his own experiences with his own wife in the other company. Lana. <laughs> based off wrestling history. <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad idea. Just don't. But then again, <laughs> Penelope's a wrestler. And True. technically, Penelope is higher on the chain than Kip is because she's actually like ranked in shit singles. So. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but that's intentional, I think. That's their gimmick. But it's, it, yeah, it's weird. But Miro's like, you know, let me tell you something, Kip. When I'm in that ring, I don't care about you. I don't care about your wife. I don't care about your drama. All I care about is my goal, my journey of becoming the world champion. He should have said mama in between. <laughs> I don't care about your mama. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says, you know, outside the ring, we're still home. You're still my boy. Yeah. But, but inside the but ring. But I, I, I need to do my own thing because I want to be champion and you're fucking holding me back with this bullshit. Yeah, and Kip is like, <laughs> I want you to be champion. And, and, and Miro's like, good. Do you understand? This felt fake as shit. <laughs> like the whole time, I'm like, yo, this nigga going to turn on you to, tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like that's how I felt about this man the whole time. Yeah, I feel like this 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 friendship is on borrowed time. And you know what I hope? I hope this turns out like this, right? I hope they do this whole situation. The shit goes left. They be for a second. And then that brings out, it's Miro Day! <laughs> Although he did say he doesn't want to do Rusev Day again, I feel you. But he did say that he's down to work with Miro. So he don't have to come out and say, it's Miro Day. But, but you know, least, you know the crowd saying? is going to be like, ah, yeah. well, they'll, 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 yeah. they'll know what to do. They'll know what to do. And then he just he just comes out and they, they stand in the middle of the ring. And everybody's, you know, fucking going nuts. And everybody at home is like, oh. And then hug. And then they zoom in the camera like the best friends and shit. That shit would be lit. I'm just giving you ideas. I'm just saying. If you want to take them, it's up to you. I'm just saying, you know, that would be dope. It could happen. We'll see. (laughs) I feel like like I was in the 90s video for a second. Hanging out with Lil' Kim or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting there with Miro. They're, they're, they're getting there with Miro. He's, he's getting yeah. crazy. He's getting intense. Somebody get like a whole thing of mirrors and like lights and like make a tunnel out of it so I can just... And give me a shiny <laughs> ass suit. Yeah. I need you got to put the camera down here and shit. And, yeah, and you got to do a fish eye lens. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Tevin got to be floating in the back. <laughs> With goggles on, just the fact, for no reason at all. (laughs) We got Alex Marvez with the Dark Order to Mm -hmm. find out who they have picked to face Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Your boy Negative One pops on and is like, it's going to be me. I'm going to take the championship. He He just runs out from underneath Reynolds like, it's going to be me. Just whoop. I'm like. (laughs) 
And then Uno's uh-huh. like, maybe in about a decade. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they're like, all right, so who do we want to face Darby next week? So they all raise their hands, except for Reynolds, who's like, I think it should be John. And then they're all like, yeah, it should be John Silver. So Johnny Hungy is getting the shot. <laughs> you know it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's going to be good, though. You know it's going to be funny as fuck. Yeah. You know there's going to be NPCs for days. Oh, gang is going to be out. Th- well, no, they're baby faces. That they, they don't usually come out anymore for the whole match. Yeah, but the, baby the, the, the bros is going to be around. So you know they're going to be right there. True. true they're not true. stupid. They're not stupid. True, That's true. one thing they've proven. You imagine they got the bros on the <laughs> on the heel tunnel side. <laughs> and then they got fucking Dark Order on the face tunnel side. And then all you see is like literally them just. <laughs> the whole I'll fucking cry fucking pure NPC shit <laughs> going Just... on it is time for the main event lights unsanctioned Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker D-M-D now let me tell you something this ain't have no right this ain't have no right. Who told them they could do this shit? They ain't have no right. Seven. First of all, this is the first women's main event in AEW Dynamite history. Dope. First women's lights out match in AEW history. First lights out match period that I know of or ever heard of. Because a lights out match. Dope. Well, no, Mox and Kenny have They did? Yeah. So it's just then it's just like a and Mox and Janela, or was that Kenny Kenny and Janela part? Kenny and Jan- no, no Mox and Janela had one too. They did. I don't even remember this. Shit. Yeah, when the fuck was this? It's only been a year. One of them was a hardcore, but yeah, no, they they've done a few lights out matches. Did they call it lights out? Yeah, they do. I didn't because Justin Roberts always does the thing at the beginning where you know that's the gimmick. The show is officially ended. AEW was oh. not liable for this, yeah. and then they turn the lights out and then turn I'm the stupid. back on. I'm yeah. stupid. I'm stupid. I'm <laughs> stupid. I know exactly what the, it's, it's just the an unsanctioned. Yeah. But they call it unsanctioned matches. They didn't call yeah, it yeah. lights out matches. Yeah. This this. <sighs> Why did it not put that correlation together? You were saying this shit, and I'm like. I don't remember them calling. Oh, but it, that's what it was. Yeah, because that's the gimmick. They turned the lights out. I, why did? But I never heard them call it that shit. There's just always an unsanctioned or a yeah, because it that. is. It is an unsanctioned. Yeah. Match, but like, it's but also now they're calling it a out. thing. Yeah. Now they're calling yeah. it a thing. Yeah, but I mean, again, first women's main event, first women's you know lights out match, and they didn't feel the need to tell us that six hundred times. Wasn't yeah. that nice? Yeah, I, I thought it was fucking dope yeah. how they literally just treated it like any other feud between two guys. Yep. This is a blood feud. It's the main event. It belongs there. Yep. That's how you do this. That's how you normalize it so that down the line, of course, women can main event in a lights out match. This is what and, they do. It's fine. And then they proceeded to absolutely murder each other. Yeah, they showed you why this deserved to be a lights out match. They fucking hate each other. <laughs> this shit started. It started with fucking 
Rosa hitting an air raid crash on the stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Britt gets the plunder. She's throwing it in the ring like a CCW. Chairs on chairs on chairs on yo, chairs. Yo, she's fucking... Yo, Ro- uh, Thunder Rosa fucking murdered Britt Baker with those fucking chair shots. Yeah. I was like, yo, chill. Like, <laughs> you're slamming them right on her fucking back like they don't weigh a damn thing or they don't feel like... She's whap. You just hear that shit map. Not that kind of whap. But you just hear that shit slam so fucking hard. I'm like, all right, Steve. Chill, Steve. <laughs> then. You remember when Heel Steve murdered motherfucking Hardy Boys and Lita oh, yeah, with a fucking. Plan. <laughs> that, that was fucking Thunder Rosa this match. But you know, yeah. Re- Reba, Reba also took a fucking. Re- Reba. Reba took a beat. She too. fucking me up. She fucking me up now. <laughs> Not, not she fucking announced. Yeah, fucking Britt Baker fucking me up with the fucking. Her name is Rebel. Her name is Rebel. <laughs> Rebel, not Reba. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Britt, not to be outdone, she mm-hmm. stomps Thunder Rosa onto the steps and Thunder Rosa gets some goddamn color. Yes. But, but see, she was, she got a little bit of color. Yeah, she got a little color. bit of color. Compared to what's coming later, later, later on, yeah, yeah. Britt gets some color and some <laughs> <laughs> leaking, soaking with. <laughs> like I, people have been trying to go back and figure out, like, is this the first time that women have bladed in a match on major American television? Because women have bled in like WWE and mm-hmm. whatever, but like. I think this Never was a natural, yeah. yeah. This was a blade job. And a, a slippery one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know Adam Cole was at home like... <laughs> didn't she have a match? Didn't he have a match where she was like... Yeah, she was in the crowd like... And he ain't do half the shit she did in this match for her to be having that face. He should be having that face watching He's her He's at match. home like... He was probably at home like... My wife. <laughs> Death Valley driver on the ladder. DDT on the chair. She curb, brick curb stomps her on the chair. You see how he's saying this shit? Like, this ain't people murdering each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's average. Well, so, yeah, she, she, just, she just murdered her here. And then she murdered she her went, She went over there and murdered her a few more times. <laughs> then after she's done murdering her, yeah. Britt Baker, because you... I, I feel like this is the peak of me uh-huh. always talking about how Britt Baker finds the camera. Yeah. Because this time, yeah, she finds the camera and just and with her bloody face gives the scariest stare yeah. Abaddon could never. Just, just Abaddon like, could never. Like a West Coast gangster rapper. <laughs> <laughs> she looks savage as fuck. And oh my God. as she does this, she must have been talking to Foley, bro. They, she must have called him before this shit. Rebel hands her a bag. Yeah. And, like, the bag was so big and heavy. I'm like, that's not thumbtacks. Because if that's thumbtacks, that's a lot of fucking thumbtacks. It's and a then, lot of fucking thumbtacks. They thumb were tax. fucking thumbtacks. <laughs> a lot of fucking thumbtacks. <laughs> I'm like, no way that's thumbtacks. That's too many. <laughs> they oh, were thumbtacks. The, it was a Mick Foley-sized bag of thumbtacks. Like every like Undertaker versus Mick Foley size bag of thumbtacks. Everywhere. Like Randy Orton versus Mick Foley size of bag of thumb. They were everywhere. 
like the whole and it there was a it's so savage that they show like a top shot and it looked like a stack like a giant stack of glitter like a giant powder stack of glitter bro like on the whole center of the and then when they slammed each other on that shit they just got up and that shit was all over them rosa power bombs Britt baker on the tax and Remember when Cody took the power bomb from Eddie on the tax? This one, there are so many tacks in the Brit's back. J- JR said it best. She's like a damn pin cushion. Her back, like like you how you said the ring was glittery. Brit silver. Baker's back is silver. Silver. Ah, <laughs> uh, I could imagine just going backstage and getting them shits taken out. And then <sighs> Britt rolls her onto the thumbtacks and puts on lockjaw. Nah. nah. So you know how Rosa escapes lockjaw? She just rolls backwards and Britt ends up in the tax again. Into the It's like Mox using the ropes to kick out of the deathmatch. Nah, this is way worse. Yeah, this was worse, but I mean worse. the finish of this. Yeah. Rosa gets Britt on the apron, lifts her up, hits a fire thunder driver through the tables at ringside. Shit looked disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) She covers Britt and gets the win. This was the best women's match in AEW history. This is one of the best dynamite main events they've ever had, period. You know what this was? Oh, you want to talk about our women's division? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this word? was this was this was something. This was them solidifying the fact that oh, no, our women can do shit. You'll see. They're Britt getting Baker, there. Trust me, they are. And and they, to the moon, yo. If you also watch Thunder Rosa, obviously, yeah. If you watch uh, uh if, if if you watch Dark, and you see the women on Dark and seeing that. Exp- like the experience they're, they're gaining so quickly is crazy. Like they're learning really, really fast. Like I didn't think Big Swole had too many problems until I seen her now and realized like, yo, she's so fucking smooth in there compared to the way she used to be. And it's like everybody's slowly finding their spot in that ring. You feel me? Like they're going to end up having like a top tier women's division if shit keeps going the way it's going. And we've talked about this like over the course of the year. Like one of the main problems is since they lost so much mm-hmm. talent to the pandemic, a lot of their talent was green. Yeah. So they were going to need more time to develop. Now it's starting to come together with the talent developing. You yeah, see Layla what Hirsch. they got going on. with G- Yeah, they finally signed Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch, God bless her. She's a beast. You see what they got going on with Jade mm-hmm. and Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. You got we and we got and we got names that we keep hearing consistently like Danny Jordan, mm-hmm. Shanna, though you know Chris Statlander, her leg is almost healed. She'll yeah. be back soon. And they got a few people in that crowd that I'm like, ooh, wait a minute, you're gonna wrestle here? I hope so. Yeah, so it's 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 looking it's looking a lot better for the women's division in recent times. They've done the work, and this was a, a massive payoff. Of all that work they put in, and uh, yep. again, a superstar make it performance for both these women. Like, and they're gonna start running unopposed. Oh yeah, now now they have actual growth opportunity 
It's going to be big. Shit, bro. I'm telling you. Damn, you. But Britt Breaker was dead at the end of that match, though. God damn, bro. Like, she was leaking from every fucking orifice. And her whole back was, was silver. Looked like a dang robot from behind. She's a dentist. She don't have to do none of this shit. <laughs> she can make bread outside She's of She's legitimately here. a dentist. <laughs> That's not a gimmick. And she taking thumbtack bumps. She taking Mick Foley level thumbtack bumps. She's. That's dedication. She's something else, I'll tell you that. It's dedication. Dedication. So uh, that was AW Dynamite. I thought it was a strong show. I thought that second hour, forget about it. That second hour was fire. That tag match, uh-huh. Phoenix and Angelico. And then, of course, main event, say less. I think this was a great showing for AEW. I mean, god damn. From beginning to end, I was entertained. You feel me? And that's all I care. Like, if I if I feel like I have to look away all the fucking time, then, you know, it's, I'm not in a good place. But they kicked it up a notch today. And that main event had no right. <laughs> she had no right to be so good. It was incredible. Like... They really went out there and did that shit, bro. <laughs> like, like I, I give I give both women like my utmost respect. Like, you went out there, took a chance, and really did that shit. I mean, what more can you ask for from these women? Like, there's yo, they they really they they did their shit. It was incredible. Um, you know anything with Ray Phoenix? I love. And Helico always gives me a good laugh. <laughs> he's just so fucking he he's too groovy to be in a wrestling ring sometimes, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great fucking wrestler though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why are you so groovy? But he's groovy in there too, you feel me? Like he just knows how to move in that bitch. Like, and it, that's why I like him and Ray Phoenix together, because Ray Phoenix is like perfect. And then this dude makes it look effortless. So it's like you got two effortless ass motherfuckers wrestling and just having a good time. And I was like, Tevin going to like this match. That's what I said the moment that I watched it. I uh, loved it. <laughs> Omega and Moxley are the two most entertaining motherfuckers on God's Green Earth. I have no idea why Vince did not let fucking Moxley just be himself. Because this is way too much fun. Way too much fun. Him and Moxley. Moxley and, and uh, um, Kingston together is just hilarity. Just <laughs> like I can't imagine being in a room with these two. Like It would be way too much fun. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Uh, fuck, man. Like, nah, everything, everything hit its mark. I feel like everything did what I had to do, you know? The whole situation with Omega and, and the Bucks, like, that story was really good. I liked how it played out. The Bucks being like, nah, we, we ain't got, we ain't on that type of time no more. You know what I'm saying? That was really good. Um, I feel like everybody's where they're supposed to be and everybody has a feud right now and everybody's doing something. Which is more than I can say for WWE. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the show that we're going to talk about next, they, they they had a pretty good show in too. Like, I was like, yo, so you just going to hit me with two good ass shows for no fucking reason? Good, <laughs> good looks, my nigga, solid. We so, do. yeah, we, we go and talk about those guys right after these commercial breaks. Yes, sir. <laughs> and now. It is time. 
It is my word. It is my show. Smart time. Smart time. Smart time this time. It is NXT. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> good. Well, I, I guess, yeah, I'm used to watching that on the WWE Network, which is ending soon. So. NXT is here. Are we ready to do this? Are you ready to do this? Oh, well, I think I might be ready to No! Go. I said, are you ready? I am ready. Then, for the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching at home, that is all of you. (laughs) (laughs) And for a guy who likes to spit water and go... <laughs> I'm putting that in the box. <laughs> Let's get ready to Benton. My show. My rules. My game. X. What is wrong with me? As always, from the Capitol Wrestling Center, <laughs> we open with the Fulkin Prince himself, Prince it's Devitt. Bang, bang, check you for COVID time. Here you, you see that? check <laughs> all of you for COVID. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of you have seen the meme by now. Yes. <laughs> of, of Balor pointing at Karen Cross with a mask on his face and a temperature gun in his hand. I have one of those at work. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come in here if your fucking temperature's too high. I've got to check if you've got fucking COVID. <laughs> Dog, you can spray your shit. You got Lysol right next to you. I'm looking at it, B. <laughs> I take no prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got hand sanitizer. You're wearing a mask. You got one of them plexi shield shits on your face. The fuck more else do you want, fam? <laughs> the prince don't play. All right. <laughs> nah, I thought as we watched some of these people come in here with like every type of protective gear and shit. And then people still be like, oh, what the fuck is that? Like, nigga, they're protecting themselves, my nigga. What the fuck are you mad yeah, at? Yeah, I like, I, I still don't get why people look at people who are like double, triple, whatever masked yeah. up like weirdos. Like, you're the weirdo, nigga. We've been in a pandemic for a year. What are you? <laughs> like, wear masks. Exactly. Like, I'm not walking around <laughs> with all that shit myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, I'm at lower risk and haven't gotten anything since, you know, this, this shit started. So I wear a regular fucking mask. But, you know, I don't look down upon the people who go the extra mile. Like, no, you're doing the right thing. That's fine. But NXT from the Capitol Wrestling Center, we got Prince Balor in the fucking ring here to talk all his spicy yep. shit because it's fucking St. Patty's Day. <laughs> <laughs> here I stand still the champ. Kyle O'Reilly, beat him. Pete Dunne, beat him. Adam Cole, beat him. Only one man fucking remains. And at stand and deliver, carry and cross, your time is up. And my time is now? 
Yes. Will you, you then no him. longer be able to see him? Yes, because time is now. <laughs> <laughs> is he a franchise? <laughs> yes, he's shining. <laughs> Can you see him? <laughs> no, his time is now. <laughs> <laughs> this brings out Karrion Cross, who, who, no bullshit, just walked straight to the ring with Scarlet. Yep. And, and I'm officially in love with this segment. You got Finn talking shit. <laughs> got Karrion Cross, but no bullshit. Like, I'm also talk shit. I yep. fucks with all this. Cross is like, you know, now that you and I have settled our other affairs, it's going to be you and me. One-on-one. We're going to see who the real champion is here because well, the real everybody shady. needs to know. <laughs> Please stand Finn. up. <laughs> Finn is like, let me tell you something that nobody's got the balls to tell you. Oh! <laughs> you walk like a champ. You talk like a champ. You look like a champ. But the only issue is Finn Balor is the champ. And you don't <laughs> got what it takes. Oh, like, he, he smoked that nigga. He clapped. Finn... <laughs> <laughs> he did not clapped. give a fuck <laughs> about no goddamn carrying. <laughs> it's like do you remember John Moxley's title reign? Of course you do. You remember course, John yeah, Moxley's course, AEW yes, title yes, reign? Yes. You remember how he felt like to take take on all comers. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I don't care how big, tall, small, where you come from, what you've done. When you get in this ring with me. The world champion, this shit is different. That was the aura that John Moxley exuded throughout his title reign. And they yeah. got better and better the more people he beat. And Finn Balor has now hit that point. He's where worse, he's though. Just- <laughs> <laughs> he's worse. Because he, he, he doesn't just be like, ah, oh, you know. like I feel like John Moxley was kind of almost prestigious. You feel me? Yeah. Compared to... Because to, Finn Balor's just like... I don't give a <laughs> folk. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a damn. Like for real, don't give a damn. Like, but he, I love it so much. I'm like, gonna chew you up and spit you out, fam. Like you don't know who you fucking with. Exactly. Right now. Like I love that shit. No matter who steps to him, it's like, do you fucking realize this is me? <laughs> I, fucking, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about, nigga. It's me, Finn Balor. Everybody who's claimed to be the greatest, I just fucking flatlined them five seconds ago. So you tell me who you talking to right now. <laughs> yeah. Because you I was must supposed to be scared know. of you? Me? <laughs> you must not. And then the segment gets even fucking better. Because it's, <laughs> it's, damn it, it's our boys. Well, see, our boys come out. Yeah. But this is where they kind of throw me. All right. They hit the ramp and they're like, you guys are talking all that tough talk, but it's just that talk. You know who really deserves a shot at the title? Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is the best technical wrestler in NXT. He'll beat you, Finn Balor. He'll beat you, Karrion Cross. The only problem is Finn Balor just said, I beat Pete Dunne. Yeah. Go sit down. <laughs> Go, <laughs> Oni, Danny, I love you. Yeah. Go sit down. <laughs> this not. Yeah, but but like they sounded cool as fuck talking they, shit. No, the, the promo was good. They sounded yeah. good. It's just you can't come out here like Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn, where Finn Balor just but, Pete Dunn, but, but sit you, down. But you know what this was though. I know. And that's why I kind of didn't like it. Yeah. But no, 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 it was, no, no. It's not just that. You know what's going on, right? What? They had to rewrite a bunch of shit. Oh yeah, that I also know that. Like yeah. because there was a another COVID outbreak at NXT. Yeah. 
And they had to shuffle a, a lot of shit that was supposed to be set for the show got shuffled around. For instance, a match later on got changed. Yep. And we're going to see it. But yeah, they had to reshuffle the card around. So I get why this this happened the way it did. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so after Oni and Danny say this, Scarlet, she grabs the mic. She hits the red. And, and she's like, I see something here. And she seduces Oni and Danny into putting their titles on the line. She's like, you two wouldn't want to so be considered awesome. cowards. She's great. Scarlet's awesome. And then, like, and then, yo, we finally seeing like Danny Birch out here showing, you know, signs of humanity. Yeah. He's like, I, I, no, no, I, might not me. We're not cowards. I'm not cowards. I'll, I'll fight that man. I'll fight that I'll man. I'll fight him. Oh, whoop his ass. So, yeah, they, they agree <laughs> to put their titles on the line against Cross and mm-hmm. Finn tonight. And it's like, all right, I'm sure Karrion Cross is down yeah. for whatever in regards to Scarlet. That's what you want, fine. But why Why would Finn agree to this? More fucking gold around my waist? <laughs> Hell yeah, But I mate. don't give a fuck about teaming within you or anybody else. He doesn't, but more gold? I guess. I guess he'll take more gold, but I don't. He's Finn fucking <laughs> Balor. He's all about the fucking gold. This is a weird-ass WrestleMania build-ass match. The champion and the challenger are going to fight the tag champions. Is some WrestleMania bullshit. I don't like it. <laughs> but I like the promo. It was good. But that's where we are. Tag championships on the line. I guess, I guess Scarlet, she says, you know, Finn, you can't change fate. So that implies that their fate is to be champions, I guess. Finn and Cross. So it, it's <laughs> WWE. So maybe her prophecies are just educated guesses based on how WWE books champion and challenger feuds. Yeah, I mean, let, let's talk about Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Chap. <laughs> let's talk about Sheamus and Cesaro. You know what I'm saying? That's how they do shit, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, we got th- these two guys that are great. Um, We ain't got nothing for them after. Yo, make them a team. Them niggas will be epic. All right, fuck it. You're a team now. Right. <laughs> and then, and then when when it's the world champion and his opponent, it's let's put the tag titles on him. Why? <laughs> Why? They're doing this exact same thing with Bianca, Bianca Belair and Charlotte, right? And Sasha, and Sasha, damn. Bianca and Sasha. Not Charlotte. Sis and sis, bro. Not sis and... Yeah, nah. Nah. That's the opposite. <laughs> I don't know why I said Charlotte. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> no. No. Because we're talking about lose. titles and shit. Whenever, whenever we talk about titles, Charlotte Flair. No, I would have been... Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> all titles belong to Charlotte no. Flair in WWE. <laughs> no. All your, all your base are belong to us. <laughs> all your titles are belong to Charlotte. Fucking bullshit. No. <laughs> But uh yeah. This is I'm down I'm down with Cross and Finn cutting gangsta ass promos on each other. Fucking yeah. Cross was like, I'm gonna choke the life out of you. And Finn was like, You're gonna see what it's like to just choke and take over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, Finn, he doesn't care. By the way, they're gonna use all of these sound bites <laughs> for their match on takeover. Yeah. The only part, all of this. Everything. Yeah. Everything. All of it. So that takes us into our first match of the evening. Mm-hmm. Dexter Loomis versus Austin Theory. Dexter Loomis. 
Austin Theory back. also has a, a, an X Men attire. Yeah, because you know, repping the way, and they always wear comic book shit. He so looks like Archangel and shit. Yeah, remember Archangel? Everybody remember Archangel? Yeah, got the jacket on and everything. Out here looking like Cyclops Junior. <laughs> <laughs> looking like a remix of a few X Men there. Remix Scott yeah. Summers <laughs> with, with with the brain of Gambit. <laughs> 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 Damn, I'm talking about animated series Gambit. He was he was dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Beth and Vic, mm-hmm. they feel bad for Dex. They feel bad for Dexter Loomis. They're like he was only trying to help Austin Theory. And like, I guess because you know they just hung out and ate cereal and shit. But <laughs> he still kidnapped him. Yeah, like he still grabbed <laughs> him up and threw him in the van. Yeah, he abducted him. He sure he didn't. Actually, like, assaults him or nothing. No, he just slightly inconvenienced him. Yeah, but he still kidnapped him. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, imagine you going to school or some shit. Yeah. Some other... Nah, this sounds crazy, but let's not make it school. Imagine you going to work or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're an adult. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine you going to work or something, just chilling. No. Lumpty, dum, dum, dum. There's some motherfucker that you know, that you work with, just... Yo, come here. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> and then just they, they take you on a nice little camping trip and shit. And like, yeah. damn, you'll fuck work today. You damn right fuck work today. Right. All right, I'm going to take you back before the fucking boss starts tweaking. You could tell him that you got kidnapped. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I guess Austin, you know, since he's been told that, you know, he hates his abs, Austin's very mad. <laughs> Austin's out there alone, by the way. No no Johnny, no Candace, no Indy. They hit him up through Skype, though. <laughs> yeah, they was like, you got this, Austin. You can do it alone. Austin's like, alone? Yeah, alone. But we all uh, know why on, this is. Yeah, situation. On Twitter, <laughs> hilariously, Indy has been placed in horny jail. Finally. <laughs> Johnny posted a picture of the therapy session, and yeah. he's got the bat, <laughs> and he's bonking her. <laughs> So she's been put in horny jail, finally. <laughs> Stop being so horny. <laughs> yeah, that's enough, Indy. Johnny's had enough of it. <laughs> uh, and of course, they're angry about his abs. Out of the break, he tries to do his roll through the ropes, but he gets hit with the spine buster. Dexter yeah. Loomis makes his comeback, you know, where he does the kip up and the leg drop and all that. Theory cuts him off with an Ushi Garoshi. Garoshi. That gets near fall. And and Dexter Loomis, he gets up after that. And then he he offers his hand to Austin Theory, like, all right, let's stop fighting. Help you up. Then to Austin's me, like, that was more that was more of a I'm gonna help you up, not a let's stop fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Theory, he he grabs his hand, he gets up, they're looking at each other, and then Theory hugs him. It's like, oh, we we boys, we boys after all. Yeah. But it turns out no. He said, Don't fucking hug me. <laughs> Loomis <Yikes>. hits him. <laughs> Like gonna, just, he snatched him up. <laughs> he, he was like, "Yo, I'm I'm picking you up because I'm gonna hit you with something, not because I'm your boy." Because he didn't hug him back; he just fucking snatched yeah, he, him up. Yeah, he was gonna put him in the fucking silence, but the theory yeah. escapes, tries to put him down. He, but with the with the this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna no. <laughs> but Loomis does get him in the silence and puts this man to sleep. And that'll be all she wrote. 
We got McKenzie outside of Mr. Regal's office. McKenzie, this whole show, is just trying to get the scoop on shit, and then people just keep running up to her and interrupting her. Yeah, she was being the Alex Marvez of, yeah, of Mc- NXT today. McKenzie had all the scoops, but every time she tried to hit you with the scoop, someone would interrupt her. So this time- My- she sh- Michael Nakazawa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got the scoop. She's outside of Regal's office, but Ciampa walks up, and he implies that Imperium took out Timothy Thatcher. But yeah. that's fine because he then implies that he took out Alexander Wolf. He's like, go ahead Ooh. and ask them what happened to Alexander Wolf. I bet you they hadn't seen him. And then he Damn. implies <laughs> that he will kill the rest of them. By the end of this evening, he says, by the end of this evening, there's only going to be one man standing from Imperium. This man, Chopper, knows how to speak with plausible deniability. Yep. He's definitely, um, how, how would you say, uh, to me, in in this role, like, like yo, I'm not saying, but I'm saying he's yeah. that guy from the hood. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yo, you ain't here for me, you know. As I was walking down the street, you know, and I saw Pepe's kids, you know what I'm saying, and they was going into that spot that I told you about, you know what I'm saying? The little hole in the wall, the little hole in the wall, and some shit I don't know. Three motherfuckers dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was he, he was being that dude for that. You know I didn't see nothing. I you know. I just heard through the grapevine. Why that motherfucker don't know shit, but he know everything. <laughs> he know everything, but don't know <laughs> nothing. All I know was somebody was talking shit, and then they wasn't talking no more. I don't know how who it told you this shit about Pepe's kids. Who told you? I don't. I just heard. You know what I'm I saying? Just, I just heard. The, so we go from implications to to. <laughs> now nah, we being straight up with the shit. Adam Cole yeah. heads to the ring, and he is furious with Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, he's like, "Listen, Kyle, I was never mad at you. I just decided I didn't need you anymore. But after last week, after what you did, you cost me a shot at the NXT Championship." The reality is, Kyle, you've always been jealous of me and how I've always been and always will be more successful than you. But now, getting in my way last week, you have signed your death warrant. I am going to end you. I don't care if you're cleared or not. Get out here right now. But then Regal comes out. He's like, you absolute fool, sunshine. Kyle O'Reilly, your little stunt last week, your little brawl, it injured him further. It set back his recovery. So now he's been banned from the building. He's not even allowed to come into the CWC. And then Kyle pops up on the Tron. Mm-hmm. Doing doing a selfie video from his whip. Yeah. Talking about, you know, the recovery and how I may have messed myself up, but, you know, it was worth it to see that look on your face, Adam. But, you know, I think I'm going to come back. I don't think I'm going to be able to rest until I end you. The same way you tried to end my career. 11-year friendship and you try to end my career. There's a lot of people trying to kill people on the show tonight. This shit is real. <laughs> <laughs> shit is very real. <laughs> I'm going to end you. I'm going to end you. I'll end you. I'm going to end your life. I'm going to end your whole fucking existence. Yeah. Like, John was implying this shit. Kyle yeah. and Adam were straight up, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yo, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. You've lost your fucking mind. No, you've lost your fu- I'm going to murder you twice. 
Ha. <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I'll stab you, bring you back to life, stab you again. Nah. <laughs> you know those kids growing up? Yeah. <laughs> Then we got McKenzie with the NXT Women's Tag Team Champion, Shotzi yeah. Blackheart and Ember Moon. And as a wise woman once said, all champions need challengers. So we get new challengers in the form of the Stone brand. It is Robert Stone, Jesse Kamea, and Aaliyah. Thank God Indy Hartwell was barely on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, I would have fucked this whole shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Indy Hart, this is definitely not Indy Hartwell. She wouldn't hear yes. This is Jessica Mayer. Jessica Mayer. <laughs> they want a shot at the champs next week. Shotzi accepts because, you know, she, she sees another chance to torture Robert Stone. So, hell yeah. I'm going to take that. <laughs> Shotzi and her beef with Robert Stone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you up. notice that the belts look a little cream? Oh, a little cream. Yeah, they, they they don't look as 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 like pearly as they did before. Like they look pearly white before. Yeah. Now in this lighting, they look a little cream. No, oh, maybe it's just the lighting. Yeah. Up <laughs> next, we got Legado del Fantasma versus Brizango. Yes, Brizango didn't come out as spacemen after the whole spaceman <laughs> thing started this feud. No, they <laughs> passed that down to MSK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's passed. It's on. MSK <laughs> are the spacemen now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, Legato, they hold control through the commercial. Breeze gets the hot tag. He's got to get serious for a minute. Puts on a half crab. Old Lance Storm. Uh, supermodel kick on Joaquin Wild. Gets a two count. Mendoza comes in. And they're able to put Breeze down. They pick up the finish for the victory. And then Escobar. He, he goes over and grabs the spare headset. Yes. And he's talking to the commentators. He's like, I'm the true cruiserweight champion right here. Where's Jordan Devlin? He said he was coming, but he's not here. But you see, I'm right here. And you just- know the story in NXT. You know the story. It happens every fucking every time. time. I'm wearing this fucking shirt today. You can't. <laughs> and you know this, Escobar. You and your boys just paid for this. <laughs> you shouldn't have been talking shit. <laughs> Speak of the Devlin. Yeah. He shall appear. As right. soon as he starts mentioning Jordan Devlin's name, Jordan Devlin comes out, stands in the ring, says, you've been standing there for, yeah, so many Irish people on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Angry Irish promos. Yes. You've been standing there for a year pretending to be champion. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I didn't have to jump you from behind or send any stooges. I told you I was coming and now I'm here, which is true. He told you, I'm, I'm I'm pulling up to your block. And he pulled up to his block. Yep. So so uh, the boys are going to get in the ring and deal with them. But Escobar's like, I got this. And he steps in the ring. They start talking to each other. Es- uh, Devlin tells Escobar, you take that replica title and put it in the trash can. Because the real champion has returned. Oh, hey, I like replica. Don't throw it out. Give it to me. <laughs> I'll be very happy. I'll be... I'll be very happy to have it. It is a replica. Collection. It's a nice replica. <laughs> a, yeah, very nice. It got a leather back and then everything. Give me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put that shit in my in my nice little group of title belts yeah, that it. I am accumulating. <laughs> yeah. So Escobar, he's like, I have redefined what it means to be a cruiserweight. Yes. And I'll show you on the biggest stage, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. And Escobar accepts. <clears throat> Devlin accepts. 
gives this man a headbutt and drops him with a suplex. That headbutt busted his lip. Let me talk to you right quick. He finally put that big ass head to use. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Why the hell has he been waiting so long? Look at the size of that fucking noggin, bro. It set it set the (laughs) the table for this feud very well, though. Busted him open and everything. I liked it. I like big ass. I like Jordan Devlin. (laughs) NXT got the baby faces down on this show. Yep, motherfuckers just showing up. I'm fucking here to take my shit back. Damn right. That fucks with it. And now we got a short video package for NXT's newest signing Japanese wrestling star, Sare. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Sarah now. I mean, it's the same pronunciation as it was in Japan. They just changed the spelling. Well, the way they spell it now is like Sarah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like it's like Sarah with a Y at the end. Yeah. But like if you look at it, it it's how you would pronounce it, I guess. Saray. Yeah. Yeah. So not sorry. Yeah. It's not <laughs> it's not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, like the way she was spelling it before it was sorry, right? Yeah, like S A A R E E. That's how it was spelled before. Now it's S A R R A Y. Now it's sorry with a Y with a Y. Sassy now. <laughs> you know, it uh they signed her. Uh, last year, like right before the pandemic really hit and oh, shut everything bullshit. down. <laughs> yeah. So like she was set to debut way sooner than this, but you know, pandemic messed everything up. But now, you know, she finally was able to make her way over to America, get situated and get started. So I like, I like the videos, but they, she, you know who she kind of reminds of? Who? I mean, who she kind of reminds me of. Um, uh, do you remember, um, of course you remember Tekken. Remember, I think her name was like Shao Sh- Shao Yu or some shit. Oh, I or think Sha- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about Zhao Yu. Shao Yu. Yeah, Zhao- it's with an X. Yeah, it's with an X. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of her a little bit. It's the big dog, Dakota and big, Kai, and Big Mommy Cool. Big Mommy Cool is in her corner as always. And a Stark in every show. <laughs> a Stark on every show. <laughs> Zoe Stark is here to wrestle Dakota Kai. Former tag champion status notwithstanding, it's nice to see Dakota wrestling some singles matches again. She's very good at them. Yeah, that's what she... Well, that's what I know her more for that now. Yeah. So, I mean, they're out of the break. They double down. Zoe makes a comeback. She hit some nice. This was the, the night of clotheslines. Yes. Zoe hit some good clotheslines in this match. It's Lariato. Yes, some, some damn strong Lariato action. So, she goes for a springboard. This was straight out of Gold Rush 05, Sheldon Benjamin, Shawn Michaels. Zoe goes for the springboard, but Dakota Kai super kicks her out of midair. That gets a near fall. She goes around the your, ring, face washes her in the corner. Your shirt is very proper right now. <laughs> yes. Because super that was a nice <laughs> little super kick. Yes, they'd have been proud of that. <laughs> so she hits the GTK on Zoe, and that gets the one, two, and three. Dakota gets the win. But again, another good showing and match for Zoe Stark. So I think they've they've set her up for her to get her first win now. So I imagine she'll be getting that soon enough. Yep, Zoe Stark is really good. Um. Fucking, 
the whole match, if it didn't feel like she was trying to uh, kind of like outdo Raquel. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like I, you know, I, I can, you know, be the the one running shit too around here. Yeah, the fucking big dog. I, I, I feel seeds of stories planted all over this match. Yeah. So, with that, Dakota, she's, she's talking some trash to Zoe after the match, but the women's champion Io Shirai walks down to the ring. She's got a contract in hand. Dakota steps up to her like, "What the hell do you want?" And Io just walks right past her. I ain't here for you. She walks up to Raquel, hands her the contract, and he's like, you sign this. And she walks away. And then Dakota's over here like, but I'm here too. What are you? See what I'm saying? I'm here. All these little, all these little <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been saying it, that, he, that Triple H is going to show us how they should have done Diesel. So now we got Regal. Talking to Mackenzie. Mackenzie, once again, is here to get the scoop. She's going to get the scoop. She's going to tell you what's going on here on NXT. But as William Regal's about to lay it down and let her know, some stagehand comes up and is like, Mr. Regal, you got to come out with me real quick. Come on. ASAP, there's some shit. Yeah. So once again, Mackenzie's left with no scoops. So with that, <laughs> no but scoops But what, what we do too. get later is some shit. Yeah, we get the scoop, but it's much later. Mackenzie's not the one that gets to give it to us. <laughs> nah, it's it's the cameraman. <laughs> yeah. They playing Mackenzie on this show. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But uh, we got the Grizzled Young Vets selfie promo. They're upset. Did you like MSK. the shirts? I did like the shirts. Fighting spirit. <laughs> Fighting spirit. <laughs> they used our favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. But they're very angry with MSK for, for interfering with them and hurting their hand. And they promise that your actions will not come without a receipt because we are grizzled young veterans. Soon to be recognized as NXT's <laughs> number one. Oh. <laughs> Everything took a bump. Soon <laughs> to be recognized. Number yeah. one. <laughs> whenever whenever Gibson gets into it, everything takes a bump. Soon to be recognized. It is Tommaso Ciampa versus Marcel Bartel. Originally, this was supposed to be, you know, Thatcher and Ciampa versus Imperium. But with the whole situation at NXT, no Thatcher on this show. So... Champa, <laughs> he comes up and immediately kills Fabian Eichner. With a, he wasn't playing. <laughs> yo, cracked him the moment. <laughs> he ain't even let that boy get in the ring. He's like, nah, we going to figure this shit out. It's two of y'all and one of me. We going to figure this shit the fuck out. Oh, man. Tommaso's so gangster for no reason. What's going on with his hair, man? I guess he just, he letting it, he letting it ride for now. I'm unhinged, crazy Tommaso Ciampa, so I gotta let the hair ride. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. He looked cray cray. Yeah, I guess that's the point. <laughs> I, I, I love you, my brother, but damn, yeah. Uh, I know <laughs> you were happy about this. Wade Barrett straight up said ring camp <laughs> on commentary. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, they like him. They were they were together in ring camp from the independent circuit. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I liked a lot about tonight though. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you no know, Thatcher that they wanted to reform the squad, but but Beth and Vic, they seem to agree with Champa that they attacked Timothy Thatcher because they did, he didn't want to rejoin. So 
and, and then eventually and then uh you know Tommaso murdered uh, <laughs> Alexander yeah. Wolf. <laughs> yeah, Tommaso killed Alexander Wolf. <laughs> we not we just not talking about that, I guess. <laughs> so Eichner returns, helps his boy out, helps him get control of the match. But then Ciampa makes the comeback. He fucking just, he he sets up Bartel, looks over at Fabian Eichner like, I'm going to kill your mans, and hits Willow's mm-hmm. bell for the win. And then, sure enough, he killed his mans. But enough of all this murder that we're doing on the show. You're going to kill somebody. It's got to be done right. And there's only one man that truly knows how to take a man's soul and remove it from his body. The general is that X was big, blazing white, and all you see is the shadow of the OG, the general of Rink. I mean, Imperium. Oh my god, and snatching souls he did. <laughs> so they oh. jump Ciampa and they try to, you know, take him oh. down. Ciampa fights back. But oh then my. they just grab him and Walter enters the ring, gives him one to the chest. Wow. Wow. Ciampa ain't get up again. That was it. It was over. <laughs> I wish we had a crowd for this moment. Uh oh my. Imagine a crowd for this moment. And then the, the fucking commentary didn't do it justice, bro. Like this is fucking Walter. This is one that needed more or not. Yeah. Oh my God, Mama Mia! Mama Mia! Believe it. He has he returned. Is back. He's back on NXT, and just like I don't know, insert current <laughs> rapper reference right, right. now. <laughs> and just like the song by Cardi B <laughs> and fucking Megan. The stallion, he comes out here, chops him in the chest, and all you hear is what? Mama effing me. Mama fucking me. I miss Mario. (laughs) He's he's the man. But yeah, Ciampa has been destroyed by Imperium. Mm -hmm. Gang is at full power, or near full power. Wolf is dead. Yep. But... It's looking, it's looking hold, serious now. Hold that chest right quick. Just hold, hold that chest. So now we go outside where Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are being arrested. You fucking idiots. Regal goes out and he walks up to him. Kyle's in the car. Cole's over by the other car. They're both yep. cuffed. Regal's like, what the hell is this, sunshine? And, and Cole is like, he tried to run me off the road. He's a psycho. And, and Kyle just peeks out the window. Yeah, what are you going to do about it, Adam? Huh? What the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> he's like, <clears throat> he's like, you've lost your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you've lost it. You're crazy. And crazy Kyle's like, I, I want to fucking show you crazy. I'll fucking show you. <laughs> <laughs> are you, you sure about that, you little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> this was... This you want to hold shit. down the camp? Fuck you. <laughs> hey, 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 buddy. We don't use that kind of language here. This is <laughs> No, fuck you. I'll say it again, you piece of shit. You try to kill me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, Regal's like, what the fuck, Sunshine? I'm cause like, fuck you. He tried to fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this is... I love this feud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
It's this the high school jocks finally imploding. Yeah, this is insanity. <laughs> like, this is exactly what it is. The, the football team, they lost the big game. And then now the quarterback and his wide out are, are they're at odds. And everybody yep. just like, yo, damn, I thought they was boys. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they're all drunk and shit, yelling crazy. at each other, throwing beer at a fucking... <laughs> we got L.A. Knight versus August Gray. Remember August Gray? Timothy Thatcher was his teacher that one time. And then they fought yep. and all that cool shit. L.A. Knight, he cuts a promo, headed out of his locker room. Let me talk to you. Head toward the ring talking about... You know how his debut is going to be the biggest in NXT history. He sees a picture of Andre the Giant. He's like, right, Andre? You know what's going on. And then as he's talking all the shit, he still hasn't learned. <laughs> you right. can't be talking shit because this man was lurking right behind him. He was like, he heard every word. And he was like, oh, word. <laughs> oh, I got one for you. Yeah. Like, Ronson just stepped behind him. Word. Then stepped out of frame. <laughs> Walked the fuck off. He knew what he was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so out to the ring we go. L.A. Knight and August Gray. Bronson hits the ramp. He has L.A. Knight's custom jacket. Another nice blue you joint see, you wearing. That's why you don't put your shit with motherfuckers can see. Nah, man. You was talking all that shit. You was saying all that. And then he caught you, fam. He caught you slipping. Yeah. He saw where you put your clothes at. And he tried on his jacket right quick. Yeah. And much like when I try on small people's jackets, <laughs> that shit just said, rip. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, Gray almost takes advantage, tries to roll him up, but LA Knight is able to put him away. He gets the win, but he can't even celebrate his first victory on NXT because his jacket has been ruined. He's got to deal with Bronson Reed now. Mackenzie has given up on the Regal Scoops. Can't get him. So let me go talk to Raquel in Dakota. <laughs> she got Raquel. She's asking her about her upcoming title shot. But then in walks Dakota Kai to interrupt the interview. Playing McKenzie. So she tells Raquel, you know, we got to deal with Zoe and Eo next week. You see how they just disrespect me out there? We can't do that. We got to show them that we are still the dominant force in this division. And Raquel's like, this says I can have my match anytime I want. Why would I do it next week? And Raquel's like, we just got to do it next week, all right? We got to show them what's up. And Raquel's like, all right, we can do it. It's just a week. (laughs) Like, she can have the match the week after. I smell shenanigans. So do I. (laughs) She's stopping you from signing that shit? She going to sign that shit, bro. I don't trust this this shorty right here. Either she going to try to sign that shit behind your back or she going to try to keep you from signing it as long as she can. So now it's time for the main event for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Karrion Cross and Finn Balor take on Danny Burch and Oni Larkin. And boy, do these guys have theatrical ass entrances. Yeah. They, <laughs> Cross, they, you can't win them all. Cross used his entrance yeah. here. <laughs> so, and, 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 yeah. and Finn's entrance, you know how fucking epic that shit I'm is. I'm going to fucking shoot you. A finger bang bang yeah. you, <laughs> girl. We like the finger bang. All, all that, all right. that shooting shit. I'm, I'm, bang, I'm bang, all bang. that shit. Bang bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, by the way, I watched it. Oh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it too. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, "I'm running out of the was the the 
what was the other special that he had? Oh, uh, the pandemic special. Pandemic special, but I got I got a lot of this uh, <laughs> vaccine special. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of vaccine special. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they OD cut back on Randy in the episode. <laughs> it was way yeah, less yeah, Randy. Yeah. He was only in that <laughs> scene. <laughs> yeah, it, but they had to though. I feel like this was more about the kids. Yeah, and it brought it back to like the core idea of the show to me because like their core idea has always been the boys, you know? Yeah. Uh, main event time here on NXT. Karrion Cross, Finn Balor, Oni Larkin, and Danny Birch. Beth mentions that Danny and Oni have fought with Cross before. And they have. You know, Danny fought him that one time and he was like, I'm going to prove you're a human. And, and, you know. So I don't get why they were acting at the beginning like they haven't fought him before. <laughs> that yeah. was weird. But then, I mean, I get it for the for the for the sake of the story, sure. Story, yeah. But because then Beth, the fact like, that shit yeah. on that whole thing, like, nah, they fought him before. What are you doing, Beth? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm with Beth. Don't don't try to tell me that if because I saw it, I remember. <laughs> yeah, of course we saw it. But the thing is that for the story, because <laughs> the fact of what happened with the COVID situation, I, I know you're telling me a story. I know, but but I saw. You can't you can't act like I see. Let it go. Nah, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny, see, there's times where I'm like, yo, the continuity needs to be there, but in this one, it's just like, eh, we know it's gonna yeah, end like, in shenanigans. It's one of those yeah. where you gotta let it go, but like, nah, I saw, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Danny, Danny got hurt at some point. In yeah, this match. and that fucked up a lot of the match itself. Yeah, it was it was a cracking match until that shit happened. Yeah, because like they had a, this whole thing starting yeah. out with them and Cross, and then Finn came in and they had a, a, they turned it into a wrestling match. But then yeah. Danny got hurt, and it basically just turned into Finn Balor versus Only Lorkin for like a, yeah. a, a, a while, pretty much the rest of the yeah. match. Until you know the shit exploded between the two of them because yeah, at on the, the outside, uh, Finn and Only fight. He gets him over by the corner. And then Finn is like, well, I'm going to fucking shoot you. And he runs over for the shotgun drop kick, hits him. But Scarlet is right behind Oni. And, and this goes back to what happened in AEW. Yeah. Don't be having your girl out here, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> forget, forget the history of wrestling. Forget Miro's own wife. You can just watch the other show <laughs> and see what's going on. So, yeah. Finn knocks out Scarlet, and at first he's like, I don't give a fuck. But then he's not that much of a fucking asshole. He, he's like, all right, I hit her. Let me check on her. Mm-hmm. So he goes to check on her. But at the damage is done, Cross comes over and decides to murder this man. Yep. Beats him about the stage, tosses him back in the ring, and that allows Oni to pick up the pinfall. And then, and then as soon as Oni picks up the pin, Cross just kills him anyway. But, but yo, <laughs> poor fucking guy. <laughs> Murked Oni. <laughs> he twisted him in like fifteen pretzels, then threw him the fuck around, and then yeah. he beats the shit out of Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, he goes back to beating up Finn. <laughs> Don't hit Scarlet, I guess. Shit. <laughs> and the craziest part, like. Even she goes up to Finn after she, he got his ass whooped and checks on him. But it was all a setup because then Karrion Cross murders him again. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was like, Tevin going like all of this. <laughs> I did, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, what happened? So like, 
I did like the general story and idea. He hit his wife. He fucked her up. Cross kills this man. It sets up the situation. But like, for one, I'm never, ever, ever, ever a fan of like, you know, two guys who are feuding doing a dick measuring contest against an actual <laughs> tag team. Hey, I feel you. I feel you. Especially not the tag team champions. Champions. <laughs> like, the only reason they lost this match is because Danny got hurt and fucking the situation. And Finn, and even then, it's only because Finn and, um, what's the name, got into it. Cross. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, they made Oni and Danny look weak here. They did. I feel you, but at the same time, Danny also got hurt in the match, so I'm not holding it, it, too much not, prejudice. It's not horrible, but like, this could have been someone else. It didn't have to be Oni and Danny. Like, and that and that takes. I'm me trying back. to think who I'm like, uh, but that who takes me be back then? to the beginning of the show with the point mm-hmm. of making them go for the tag titles. That's a WrestleMania template feud that I feel like wasn't necessary for this. And it led to this. Like, and this was fine. This was all fine. But like, I don't know. I feel like it could have been better. And I feel like it 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 didn't you didn't have to do Oni and Danny like this. I feel like the circumstances probably required them to do what they had to do here. And that's why I don't put too much so I'm not as disappointed because I'm like, I already came into this knowing like all right, there's going to be a lot of changes. But I had fun watching that whole shit. I, I, I had fun yeah, watching no, the whole thing. I had fun watching this. I like mm-hmm. seeing, you know, the whole situation pop off. It's just, I don't know. And I love to see fucking Karrion Cross beat the shit out of motherfuckers. Yeah, Karrion Cross is like, we already don't see enough of Oni mm-hmm. and Danny as it is, considering they're tag team champions. And I would have liked for them appearing on the show to be something that, you know, something for them. And not something for this other feud. But it is what it is. They had a situation they had to work it out. It, that's that's why I'm not too upset. And yeah. to be honest, from I mean, what we got out of it anyways was still good. So yeah, cross, for me, for me. Cross killing dudes I, I is, is good. Yeah. I d I didn't like again, everything concerning like cross versus Balor, I mm-hmm. like that. I just didn't like randomly putting Danny and Oni in it for the week. Yes. Yeah, so I, 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 I feel I, I feel you on that one, but I understand why they did what they did and why why those two. Because it's like I'm pretty sure they like didn't have that many other people. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like you you can't have I get that you can't have them like beat up nobodies because that yeah. defeats the purpose of the whole shit. But yeah. it's also like I get it. So it's fine. NXT in general, I was NXT. It was a good, it was a good show. There was nobody extra backstage, like yeah. It was just who they had. I guess they weren't around when the whole situation happened, so I guess they used who they could. And for what it was, it was beyond a good show to me. Like I had mad fun watching it. I laughed my ass off during a lot of the parts, and I, I was very excited for certain things, especially seeing what ended up happening between um, Balor and uh, uh, Cross because of the fact that. I, I want to see these two fight. So adding more to it, you know, was fine. And of course, Walter was here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, after Walter. That, like, after that, after <laughs> that, everything to me is great. Like, yeah. <laughs> like not for nothing. I would have saved that for the main event. Walter showing up, yeah. 
just having, because then it would have been like, whatever, you know, that shit happened, but it was like a middle of the show match. Yeah. And then, so we knew it was going to end in shenanigans or whatever. I mean, we knew regardless. So like, that would have been good as the end of the night. And then, the, I mean, the not punch, at the end, in the middle the of the night. The punch of ending the show with. With, with Walter. <laughs> That's. Would have been some savage shit. Yeah. That that would have been some shit. And then they, I'm telling you, the commentary didn't put it over enough. I would have had it end with Walter, had that be the big situation, and then leave it at that. That's the only thing different that I would have done really. Yeah. yeah, Vic Joseph, I like you, Vic Joseph. You're a good commentator, but yeah. gotta bring but it up not, a little bit. Yeah, gotta you're bring not up that moral. energy. Yeah. yeah. And and as great as uh, you know, White Barrett is, you know, he's he's not Gonna bring out certain things like that because, of course, he gets to see them all the fucking time, UK boys. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, that's my boy, Walter. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, he's not gonna have the same feeling as like somebody who's been in America waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to see him back on US TV. Yeah. You know, like Mar Ronaldo would have sold the shit out of that. He would have been like, Mamma mia, I can't believe it. The ring general is here and he's going to, oh my God, what? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps turning into Vince with the web. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was good for me. Good yeah, for no, me. I, thought, I thought these these both were solid shows. I thought this NXT show, you know, once again, it, it it's crazy, you know, you see a match like that Dakota Kai versus Zoe Stark match. And I thought that match was pretty good. And most weeks, <laughs> that would be the best women's match on on a Wednesday. Not this week. Because look what they did. <clears throat> These two women went out there and p- fucking put their lives on the line and did some shit that WWE would <laughs> never let their women do. And that's what a lot of people talked about. Like, this was the last... This was the last taboo for women in terms of mainstream pro wrestling, like having a blood feud spill out into like a real hardcore match for women. Like, cause we've seen, like, like we said before, we've seen women bleed and we've seen, you know, them have hardcore matches, street fights, but never to this level, like thumbtacks, crazy bumps, you know, it once the tacks come out, like, yeah. That's when shit like Foley's over there, like <laughs> Funk is over there, like they treated you know them like they treated them like guys. Yeah, like this like, is an important feud. This is an important match. You get the same treatment the guys get. I know Eddie was backstage, like, <laughs> and, and Mox was backstage, like <laughs> Britt Baker <laughs> on the thing was like, Mox is gonna be so proud of me. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, he he is gonna be proud of you. That shit was great. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine run up to him like, "Hey, you did fucking great, kid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, two great shows. Uh, uh, on that dynamite main event is everybody's talking about a historic match. It it, it set a, a new standard for that division, and and it did something special for women's wrestling in the United States. So awesome stuff. I, I agree that you know these two shows were great, but you know if we were gonna do the the war score as we've yeah, been doing the war score, AEW one just for letting the women do that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like NXT was fun. It was a good show. COVID fucked it up a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah like it's NXT. Not their fault, yeah. yeah, AEW had a full strength show too. That was the other. Thing. Like yeah. NXT had to shuffle shit around to deal with it, and they did. They did good with what they had, but you know, AEW had full strength. Yeah, and then on top of that, <laughs> that main event, goddamn, yeah, <laughs> it had no right. <laughs> so yeah, another another one for for the for the. For these I mean that they're both black and gold black brands. That's what I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> For the black and gold that has a little silver and white. Yeah. <laughs> the boom. <laughs> the boom and, and the fuse and the and, and all the dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> and all the pretty colors when, when, when you know when the shit explodes. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. This has been the banter club. Uh, you know. We, we have done this Wednesday night war deal. And to be honest, great pair of shows here. And I think it's uh, next week is like our last one. Uh, yeah, they said after WrestleMania, NXT is scheduled to be on Tuesday. So, yep. so how many weeks we got left to WrestleMania? I think like two or three. Not even two. <laughs> like once two. this one is over, just two. So maybe... Yeah, so maybe last few... We're coming to Why the Why are they end doing here. a pay-per-view too? Never mind. <laughs> they, yeah, so in a couple weeks, yeah, we're, we're on our last two or three Wednesday Night Wars. Yeah, because I didn't hear it was going to be at the end. It's typically in the beginning or in the middle of April or the end of March. Yeah, so, yeah, and I just realized it's the end of the end of March, so... Yeah, so it's going to be mid-April. So, they never do it fucking past that. And it's, yeah. it's, so it's probably going to be like the first week of April or like the second week of April and that's it. Yeah. It threw me off because like Fastlane is this Sunday and I don't know, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's. that's I've been Wednesday saying they week. don't need it. They don't fucking need it. They definitely they, don't. They needed it when they had SmackDown and Raw completely separate. <clears throat> but now that they have like SmackDown and Raw on most of the pay-per-views together, like they don't fucking need it. Yeah, like it's pointless fuck out of here with that shit that's <laughs> we'll be there Sunday watching this shit so <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, uh, and and of course <laughs> that gold is coming home <laughs> to the club all I have to say is look you try your best you know you go out there and, but then you always do some stupid shady shit for example you're always stealing pics or changing picks because you're like, well, this nigga said this, this, and it gets me frustrated because it's like, dog, this is why I don't like picking my shit first because I know 95% of my shit you're going to pick. Once I pick my, make my choices, oh, yeah, well, uh, he's going to pick this one and this, and that's what happened last time. It's like we were doing great while we were, you know, we had all these different picks and shit, and then, like, you pick every single other one exactly the same of how I pick it. Like, come on now, bro. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta make your own choices and be your own man. Right? Be your own man. <laughs> be, be a man, Hogan. I was right? gonna say, is this your macho man? <laughs> be a man, Hogan. <laughs> be a man, Hogan. All right. <laughs> Stop biting off my shit because no matter what you do, right? At the end of the night, when the, when the dust is settled and 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 and, and the weed smoke is in the air. And, and I've, I, I've 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 eaten all my dominoes, and 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 and, and you've smoked all your joints. I'm I'm gonna be the champ. It's just it's just it's just how it, it just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? It, it it 
it's just waiting for me to pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Just waiting for me to throw it over my shoulder because I am the greatest. Oh, wait a minute. We are the greatest. This is the club. And Tevin, as the club, we whoop ass, we take names, we take no prisoners because everybody is going to be slaughtered. It's coming back to the club. You already know. Tevin, I got I got number confidence. <laughs> Tell them where to find us. Yeah, you already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at Ramblemania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Ramblemania, Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. You can also find our group there, Ramblemania Show's Banter Club. It is where we and the other podcasts we associate with post all our goings on is where all the shit goes down. As far as audio goes, we are everywhere audio is found. That is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitch, Overcast, Anchor, TuneIn. Everywhere your podcasts are found, just search Ramblemania Show or Banter Club. And the visuals, of course, are right here on YouTube. You hit that search bar, search Ramblemania Show or Banter Club. And when you get here, you like the videos. You click the subscribe button and you click the bell so that when the new content drops, it goes straight to you. As far as me personally, find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L. That is at 6XL. You can find me on Twitter at S double I double X. Ain't I great? Tevin, we're going to have to leave these young people who are watching our show. These beautiful people who love our show. These people who are making us, you know, reach higher ranks and, and, and go to better places. And, 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 and ascend Ascend <laughs> Why am I going so happy <laughs> We're going to leave them With a too sweet A too sweet And a good fight And a good night uh, A blagger 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 Damn it Brick Baker You look like glitter now What's wrong with you Back is glitter <laughs>